Hello, welcome to Objective Health. I am your co-host, Doug. With me are our other co-hosts, Elliot and Tiff. Hello, hey. hello co-hosts. <laughs> hey, co-hosts. Audience. The Objective our Health one free listener. for all today. <laughs> today, uh, mass formation psychosis has been a buzzword in the news recently. Well, not so much the news, probably more like social media. Uh, it seemed to have come about because uh, Robert Malone made an appearance on the Joe Rogan show and told everybody about it. Um, we were just talking yeah. before the show and we were basically saying like, we've been talking about this for how long have we been doing the show now? <laughs> Seven years. Seven. Uh, so yeah, we've been talking about this for a long time. Mind you, it didn't have the term mass formation psychosis before. I think that's relatively new or mm-hmm. new to me anyway. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah. But I mean, you know, we were talking about, uh, what's his name? Gustave Le Bon, who wrote the mm-hmm. the crowd um, mm-hmm. and talking about kind of this idea of mass psychosis that grips societies. Um, and our perspective has always kind of been that it's not, it's like, it's always around to a certain degree. Um, you know, you don't necessarily see it uh, in the kind of extreme sense that we're seeing it currently. Um, it really seems to be ramping up right now. But, um, I mean, I think you see it in, in many different guises over multiple generations. But maybe we should, like, you know, tell everybody what it is first. Um, do we have a definition of it? I didn't even think yeah, to really I got, look that up. I got, you got it. One? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, apparently this mass formation psychosis was, uh, came into the current collective psyche recently by a Belgian psychologist and statistician. His name is Dr. Matthias Desmet. Um, so these are his words. Um, four things need to exist or need to be in place if you want a large scale mass phenomenon to emerge. The first thing is that there needs to be a lot of socially isolated people. People experience a lack of social bonds. The second one is that there needs to be a lot of people experience a lack in sense making in life. And the third and the fourth conditions are that there needs to be a lot of free floating anxiety and a lot of free floating psychological discontent. So, meaning, anxiety, and discontent that is not connected to a specific representation. So it needs to be in the mind without the people being able to connect it to something. If you have these four things, lack of social bonds, lack of sense-making, free-floating anxiety, and free-floating psychological discontent, then society is highly at risk for the emergence of a mass phenomenon. So... Uh, I think that this, the foundation for this uh, didn't just start with COVID. I mean, society has been crumbling, social bonds have been crumbling for many, many years. The breakdown of the family unit, the emergence of uh, social media, uh, people spending more and more time looking at screens, having zoom meetings or just interacting with people through social media and the uh, 
decrease in face-to-face -face interactions, that kind of thing has been building up for a long time now. Mm -hmm. And I think also with the breakdown of uh, the family and social roles, people have a lack of meaning in their lives, no mm -hmm. real identity to kind of cling to, any kind of role to uh, carry out that'll give them a sense of purpose in their lives. That kind of thing has been going on for a long time. And then with COVID, uh, they're bombarding the entire world with fear and anxiety. So mm -hmm. it seems like we have a perfect uh, shit scenario for, yeah, a perfect scenario shitstorm for <laughs> this mass formation psychosis or mass psychosis or people just going bonkers and losing all sense of reality. Yeah. There's the lack of sense-making too. I think that that's yeah. a big component of it. You know, so much, like for so long, people have been talking for a long time about things not making sense. You know, mm -hmm. you think about the whole uh, kerfuffle in the American politics that's been going on for a long mm -hmm. time. Like ever since Trump came in, you got like, news outlets on one side reporting one thing and the ones on the other side are reporting something different and nobody thinks anything makes sense. And people, you know, I think you could see it in people too, how like how much they would contradict themselves over and over and over again. You'd see mm -hmm. like uh, somebody say, oh, you know, this is the way things should be. And then in the next tweet, they're saying the exact opposite. It's kind of like, it, it, mm -hmm. it just, you see this, this lack of sense, this, this, uh, Nothing makes sense anymore. Yeah. Nobody knows what I to make a, of it. A good example of this on a very micro level, I don't know if either of you have seen that video that's been going around recently of this woman on an airplane. I don't know where they were going. She didn't have her mask on. Right. <laughs> but she is up and she is cursing out this guy who was eating and didn't have his mask on for obvious reasons. Um, cursing this guy out spitting on him slapping him uh demanding that he put his mask on just being a real bitch for lack of a better word but this woman just went completely bonkers on this guy and you can only imagine what has to be going through her mind to get her to act that way yeah uh, i mean i would assume that she probably wasn't wrapped too tight before covid but COVID well, just put her not. over the edge. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it's uh, put a lot of people over the edge. Well, one thing. Yeah. That... Sorry, go ahead, Elliot. No, I was going to say when people are are kind of swept up in, in what's referred to as this kind of collective hysteria or collective psychosis is, um, is, is essentially um, there's, there's a lot of contradictory um information which which manage, manages to filter through people lose their ability to basically criti critically analyze anything mm -hmm. they can no longer um determine what is true and what is not and primarily they are they are driven um by fear or fear this underlying level of fear um is one of the things that facilitates this kind of collective hysteria and when when uh masses of people are are, are essentially experiencing this then, um, then, then a lot of kind of what can happen at a collective or a societal level really doesn't make all that much sense. 
Um, and, and people make very bad decisions. They make stupid decisions. They say stupid things. They say things that don't make sense. They believe things. They believe lies when despite all evidence against those lies, um, they, they maintain and hold that they are true. And, and it's this kind of collective psychosis, which essentially is, 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 uh, is, is responsible for people's, um, inability to see anything other than what is um, kind of uh, uh, presented as the official story, right? And, and we see this with, with COVID, and this is something that Malone explains in his interview with, uh, with Rogan, but this is also something that Desmet speaks about, is essentially what we have is we have these kind of sets of, uh, I, I guess you call them official dogmas now. They are dogmas that vaccines are effective, that vaccines are safe, that uh, to protect oneself against COVID, one needs vaccines. Um, to um, to protect oneself against COVID, uh, therapeutic drugs such as ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine are completely ineffective. Right? Th- these are like <laughs> kind of the central four dogmas. M- uh, another one: masks mm-hmm. um, are essential to protect against COVID. Lockdowns are essential to protect against COVID. Vaccines are the only effective treatment to protect against COVID. Right, you've got that set. I would say that that is is a, a pretty a, a rough. I won't say it's too comprehensive, but it covers most of the bases. Now, every single one of those points has been proven to be completely inaccurate, mm-hmm. right? Completely inaccurate, and there is a wealth of data. And anyone who looks for it now, it's 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 clear that all of those things are factually incorrect. But what we have, because of this mass level psychosis, is we have very educated, extremely intelligent individuals who are competent to interpret data, flat out refusing and ignoring it and maintaining that the opposite is true, right? And so all of those dogmas are uh, are basically held um, as though they are truth, despite all of the evidence suggesting otherwise. And so we have groups of people who are forming into essentially factions. We have groups who are kind of openly... Um, who can who can see the lies and will stand up against that, and it's, it's a kind of minority. Uh, and we also have groups who steadfastly stand by every single official truth um, that 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 kind of uh, that, you know those original documents. And so, um, uh, yeah, that's kind of what we've seen. That's what we've seen happen, right? That's exactly how it looks to be at the moment, anyway. Yeah. Well, one thing. Um in sorry desmond that's his name right his last name desmond yeah yeah one thing that he he apparently um doesn't believe that any of this is planned or that there's no agenda behind this that this is just something that organically has come about um because of you know the way society was going and everything like that and this is uh this is something that's just come up um i think we here would disagree with that um, I think that what we're seeing right now is entirely intentional, um, completely 100% intentional. Um, who's pulling the strings? Well, you could have 50 different shows about that and probably still not cover it all. But um, there was an we article. We just call them the usual suspects. <laughs> the usual suspects, pretty much. <laughs> um, there was an article that we looked at for the show um, on a website called The Canadian Patriot. Uh, the article was called breaking the spell 
mind space, trance warfare, and neuro-linguistic programming. And the author, David Gosselin, um, does a very good job of going through and kind of charting what's been going on behind the scenes. Um, the different groups involved, I'm not going to list off a whole bunch of names of groups and things like that, but um, he talks about a document that was put out um, from the UK. Uh, where is it? The UK Institute for Governments uh, Mindspace document. Mindspace. That's the word I was it looking for. It came out in yeah. 2010. Yeah. And basically it lays out pretty effectively how they have shifted from, they don't try to convince people with um, logic anymore. There's no reasoning behind what you hear. Um, they are speaking more to uh, the subconscious mind and trying mm -hmm. to um, get past that logical, critical part of the brain and get directly into people's kind of habits and beliefs uh, and kind of program that. And, you know, as soon as I was reading this, I was kind of like, yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Um, what they're doing, you know, because all of the stuff, it's all catchphrases and stuff, right? Like, protect mm -hmm. the NHS, we're all in this together. I can't remember the other ones. There was so many of them. But it's all just like, it's these catchphrases that, that get repeated over and over and over again in a hypnotic fashion. Um, yeah, and they, it, it's kind of like they're not, it, it's not sitting there. They don't get, the newscaster doesn't get up there and give you kind of a list of logical reasons. Well, if this is true and this is true, therefore this must be the, the, pos the, the possible result. It's all very like emotion-based. And mm -hmm. anyway... Within this Mindspace document that, as Tiff said, came out in 2010, Mindspace is actually a uh, anagram, not an anagram. What's it called when it stands for something? Anyway. Oh, that is what it's called. Okay, anagram. I could be wrong, too. <laughs> we can both be wrong. I couldn't remember if an anagram is where they jumble up the letters or not, but I think I think it is an anagram. Um, so An abbreviation? No, abbreviation. Now, anyway, let's not get hung up on this. <laughs> so Mindspace, it basically stands for M, messenger. We are heavily influenced by who communicates information. I, incentives. Our responses to incentives are shaped by predictable mental shortcuts, such as strongly avoiding losses. N, norms. We are strongly influenced by what others do. D, defaults. We go with the flow of preset options. S, salience. Our attention is drawn to what is novel and seems relevant to us. P, priming. Our acts are often influenced by subconscious cues. A, effect. Our emotional associations can powerfully shape our actions. C, commitments. We seek to be consistent with our public promises and reciprocate acts. E, ego. We act in ways that make us feel better about ourselves. So those are the basic psychological hacks, I guess you could say, tricks that they use mm -hmm. to get behavior to change. You notice that the idea of making logical arguments, logical reasoning is not in there. It's all these kind of emotional things. It's like, you know, messenger. We're heavily influenced by who communicates the information. Well, what do we see going on with uh, with uh, Fauci right now? Mm -hmm. You know, he's the, he's the, the, the patron. Uh, he's the patriarchy. He's uh, basically up there telling everybody what they should do. He's trustworthy. You know, he's a doctor. He's been with the administration for God knows how many years. 
uh, and everybody trusts him. And he's he's telling people, you know, people were like doing serenading him with songs at certain points during mm-hmm. this pandemic. Um, norms as well. Yeah, the whole to... thing. No, sorry. Go ahead. You have to create a, a strong authority figure or several authority figures for people to appeal to. Uh, that way they can make it seem like, that. well, you know, don't worry about things. This person is handling it. He knows everything. Trust the science. Uh, and, you know, as long as you do what the experts say, then, you know, everything will be okay. And yeah. you don't really have to do too much thinking. Um, I think it's very interesting that in this article, the author is referring to magicians and magic and spells. Mm -hmm. And that is exactly what I always thought was going on. It's just a big, gigantic spell being cast upon humanity. Mm -hmm. And some people didn't fall for it at all. Some people took them a while and then they realized what was going on. And then some people were just never going to get it. And uh, yeah. But yeah, I think the the fact that he used those terms is, uh, is, is actually what is happening because it's bypassing your conscious mind, your, your reason, your logic. Um, and it's going straight for the subconscious mind where reason and logic pretty much play no part and it's all an appeal to emotion and uh survival mechanisms and yeah 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 and incentives and norms like mm-hmm. you know just going through the 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 list of these things here i mean norms that's one of them too uh, i noticed very early on um them using the idea that everybody is doing this we're all doing mm-hmm. our part right and demonizing the people who weren't you know, the people who were out there not wearing masks were, were Satan. They were absolute mm-hmm. evil um, because they're putting everybody else at risk. You know, everybody, you know, they were always giving uh, percentages of how many people are vaccinated. And it was always very high percentages. It's like, you see, everybody's doing this. Mm-hmm. You should be doing it, too. This is this is the way we behave. This is the way that, you know, civilized, normal people behave. We're not animals. And show, showing the the long lines at the testing centers mm-hmm. or the long lines at the vaccination centers just to make it seem like everyone's doing it. And if you are not doing it, there's something kind of weird and eccentric and strange about you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, you know, affect our emotional associations can powerfully shape our actions that it that's been primarily what's been going on here it's been hysterical from the very beginning you know the idea that if you aren't doing what we're telling you to do you want to kill your grandmother and you want to kill everybody else's grandmother that's you know it really it's it it, it's so manipulative very very much just going straight for the emotions and it's like you know people you know we would look at something like that we'd be laughing because that's hilarious that's just ridiculous but People out there really took that to heart, really believed it. And they think that people who are are not going along with the program are evil, that they mm-hmm. are the most selfish people on the face of the planet. How could you not think about others in what you're doing? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and, and sorry, no, I was just going to say all of the the kind of inner turmoil and the 
stress and the negative feelings and the anxiety and the anger and the resentment and the bitterness, everything that people feel that is somewhat a natural consequence of being locked down unnecessarily and being force-fed lies which go against what you can see with your own eyes, but you choose to believe them. I mean, that's got to have a pretty, you know, the, the degree of like internal conflict that must, must be going on for, you know, a vast number of these people, all of that bad stuff is conveniently projected onto, onto this, onto this group. Right. And they've, they've made it the, the anti-vaxxers. And, and so, so what you're dealing with, like you just said, uh, you're not dealing with an intellectual or rational argument. You know, you're not dealing with them on an internet, on an intellectual level. You cannot reason with these people. You cannot have a rational discussion with these people because you're not communicating the, 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 the kind of the interaction between you and them is, 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 is not like that. The way that they see you is purely colored by their emotions. All of this stuff that's pent up for the past two years of being told that uh, not only are they potentially gonna gonna kill granny every time that they go and see their family and, and don't wear their mask when they're in the shower or whether they want to have sex or <laughs> you know all of this absolutely insane things that, we, that people have been told that we've been laughing at. We've just like you said, Doug. We've we've just found this stuff hilarious because it's. You know, it, it's bizarre how anyone would actually believe that. But we think, you know, there's a vast number of people who've taken this and followed it to the T. So that has, uh, that's taken, that's taken a real toll on people. I think on some level, at least that they might, may not even be aware of. Um, and then, and then to, to, to essentially have some kind of a release, you know, to have, to have the, the, a bad guy, um, it, it's, I think it's kind of, it's, it's very convenient at least for the authorities, um, uh, because it's, it, it's a way that, um, that they can essentially funnel that pent up emotion, um, away from themselves, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, every time they're talking about hospital numbers or anything like that, it's like, it's the unvaccinated's fault. Everything is the unvaccinated's fault. You, you see, if anybody dies of COVID, it doesn't matter how many vaccines they had, it's the unvaccinated people's fault. The anti-vaxxers are, are to blame. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's really crazy. And I think the, the kind of one of the important things to, to realize about all this is that, that these people are hypnotized. You know, these people, like, it, it'd be nice to think that, you know, you can, you can just go up and, and talk to somebody rationally and kind of hash it out with them and like kind of make them see the light, but you can't like it, it, it can't happen because it's, it's so ingrained. It's completely like they see that there is, you know, they've got this free floating anxiety. There's a social isolation. There's all those kinds of things. And they see the only way out of that is what their leader is telling them. And their leader is telling them that they have to have basically a 100% vaccination rate. And then everything will go back to normal. And anybody who's deviating from that is just that. They're blocking things from getting back to normal. They have been shown, like, the light at the end of the tunnel is that all this anxiety, all this isolation, all that kind of stuff will come to an end if you just do what we tell you. And anybody who's not doing what we tell them 
is standing in the way of that. So they see things very simplistically. We're in a bad place now. We can get out of it. But these guys over here are making it so we can't. So nobody's well, going to listen to you. <laughs> in that mind space document, they had another mnemonic device. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what it was called. Yeah, I think but you're this right. One, this particular one is called East. Mm -hmm. And in this one, they have four basic strategies that they want to use to increase the population's compliance with government policy. So the first is to make it easy, make it attractive, make it social, and make it timely. And that is basically what we're seeing. Like the messaging is very basic, it's very dumbed down, it's very uh, repetitive, and it's always dangling some kind of reward that remains just outside of the reach of everyone. I mean, of course, it was two weeks to flatten the curve. And most people have been like, yeah, okay, I can do that. But how long has it been now? Two years? Uh, lockdowns are going to help things. And of course, all they did was drive people crazy and ruin tens of thousands of businesses all over the world. Um, if you comply with the government's wishes, you have this sense of belonging, uh, you won't be isolated or threatened in any way. And you know, if you go along with it, you'll be rewarded. And you'll be a part of, I don't know, the herd and you won't be ostracized, I guess. I don't know what people are thinking. But um, numbers. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, it's crazy. It's, um, you can't present any facts to anyone. I used to think, well, if you just present the facts, show them this paper, it's scientific, it's actual real science and not this mumbo jumbo, uh, people will get it and people don't get it. It really doesn't matter. It's, it's like you're living in an entirely different reality than other people on this planet. And it's so bizarre to see. But yeah. I guess that they, they feel the same way about us too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, one other thing he talks about in this article, um, he talks about uh, one of the pioneers in hypnosis was Milton Erickson. And mm -hmm. people would talk about uh, the way that one, one of his kind of techniques or something was that was that he would use language that was artfully vague. Mm -hmm. It was very vague. It didn't it wasn't specific in any way. And that, you know, the, the author of the article basically talks about how we can see that in what's been going on with the, um, all the propaganda around um, the pandemic. Um, like he says, the narrative encourages people to take vaccines meant to stop the spread, which by design do not prevent transmission and only reduce symptoms. Definitions like herd immunity, fully vaccinated, appear to be subject to consistent revision. People are made to stand in line and adhere to strict distance protocols one moment, only to then crowd into a plane, store, or elsewhere moments later. The population is made to follow very strict masking policies, despite there being no studies supporting the effectiveness of masks. So it's all just kind of this, these, these very vague instructions that don't necessarily have anything behind them, and it leaves, the, it, leaves it open to interpretation. You know, so it isn't it isn't super specific. And I think that, you know, 
it's kind of like I've, I've always been very critical, like all the stuff coming out. It's like, oh, this guy's saying this, but this guy over here is saying this and it doesn't make any sense or anything like that. I think that's actually by design. It's a sign, mm-hmm. to me, it was a sign of how disorganized everything was, how ridiculous it was, and how nobody knows what they're doing, and everybody's, uh, it's all just confusion and chaos. I think that it's by design. I think they actually mm-hmm. are doing this on purpose to keep up this kind of mass formation psychosis. Like, it seems, it makes sense that it would be like that. You don't see a unified message coming out. One guy's saying one thing, one guy's saying something else. Uh, yeah, like, you know, the things that he was pointing out, like, we all have to stay socially distanced outside the plane, but everybody crowds onto a plane afterwards. It's like, it doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense, but it's intentionally so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that lends to the the chaos and the confusion that they can, whoever these people are, uh, can then make order out of, order out of chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He says in the article, inducing confusion increases suggestibility. So there you go. And there's something about doing things that perhaps on some level you know doesn't make any sense, but you're still going along with it. Mm -hmm. I think that kind of lends to uh, people's psychology breaking down on an individual level um uh, they just lose all sense of reality i think yeah i think that that's the whole the whole purpose so they can come in and create whatever reality they want and put us all in the metaverse (laughs) yeah (laughs) have that be that but is there is there any way to actually break the spell besides being aware of it i think is the main thing that's what the author in here kind of uh um recommends that people um be aware of the tricks that are being used Mm -hmm. be aware of this kind of stuff and i think that 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 is what generally works because the people who have been calling this out as bullshit which you know from the very beginning wasn't very many people (laughs) more are now (laughs) but um you know they, they 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 can see it you know, once you, once you can kind of see it, it's difficult to kind of fall back into the trance again. You know, you mm-hmm. can kind of see the manipulations going on. It's like, aha, I see what you're doing there. It's not, uh, it's not as easy to kind of fall into that trance state again. The people who are in it, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Because the ones who can break the spell are usually the ones who didn't fall for the spell in the first place. I don't yeah. know. Robert Malone had a suggestion, actually. He was saying that what needs to be pointed out is that there is a bigger threat than COVID. He said if people can realize that the totalitarian system that's coming in is uh, more dangerous than the virus. You know, if your children are are directly threatened by this totalitarian system, that your rights being taken away is a bigger threat. He thinks mm-hmm. that that can kind of replace the 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 COVID threat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might be a little bit naive because he even points out that um, that the problem with that is that that they still would still believe that COVID is a huge threat, right? They would mm-hmm. still believe that, but they would just maybe see that the totalitarian system is is more of a threat. So I don't know if that's necessarily the answer. It's an interesting perspective, though. 
Yeah. Yeah. Desma himself also oh, said yeah. that. Generally, like he would say historically as well, you know, when people are, are basically caught up in this in this frenzy, the only real way to to break them out of it from a like psycho emotional perspective is to have something which supersedes the problem, which is which actually, like you said, which which is a bigger, more of a threat. They have to be convinced that it's more of a threat. Um. Uh, the question is, what what will that be? You know, will it be the looming threat of totalitarianism? Uh, I'm not sure that it will. I don't think I agree with that because all of the signs are already there. You know, they. I mean, look at Australia, for instance. Look at what's going on in in many countries. The 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 totalitarian kind of possibility is moving away from a possibility and more towards a reality in many countries now, right? We're, we're already almost there. I mean, like, uh, I think if, if that was going to be such a big threat, I, I wouldn't actually be surprised if many of these people actually wouldn't mind it, you yeah. know, if they would yeah, quite like that, you know, they these kind embrace of, it. yeah, I think that they would actually quite like it. Um, so I think that it's, maybe a little bit optimistic to think that totali- the, the, the kind of this looming threat of totalitarianism is going to be any, yeah. you know, is going to be any way sufficient because um, what I do think could, could come along is, I, I mean, there's plenty of other things which are worse than COVID, which are also potentially on the books, which might work. To, to help people break free from this kind of hysteria. Uh, I would be thinking things, you know, perhaps economically, mm-hmm. uh, perhaps locally with weather changes, perhaps, you know, uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's lots of things that could potentially, um, you know, wake people up out of this, I think mm. at least, although I, I just, I just, I, I don't think that people will wake up um, to the, to the totalitarianism uh, aspect of it i think they will have already done that if they if they hadn't already uh yeah yeah if they can't see the COVID scam for what it is they're not going to see the totalitarian scam for what it is either yeah it's true yeah i think it was maybe a bit of a naive idea um Yeah. yeah well anyway we are over our time here did you guys have I mean, we could probably do like seven shows on this, but did you guys have anything more to add today? I did have something. Hmm. Um, can't remember what it was. It was towards <laughs> the start start of the show. It was towards the start of the show, and I figured, ah, oh, well, I could probably let that wait. Um, and I can't remember what it was that I was going to say. We've been talking about this mass formation psychosis. Um, we've been talking about how um no i can't remember never mind (laughs) but we can sit on the next show well thanks for joining us today everybody uh be sure to like and subscribe last chance elliot no it's not come to me i was hoping (laughs) it would but it's it's not come to me it's yeah it's fine sorry All right. See y'all on the next one, guys. See ya. Bye-bye.